1: hello and welcome back uh to our rankings podcast christian piles here joined by ben golden and 184 pounds came out today a welcome um change for for the rankers whereas we saw 12 guys depart 165 conversely this weight class returned 19 ranked guys essentially um which is amazing. Which is which basically means because we do rankings after NCAAs, which is not commonly done, uh, we do that. So basically, it kind of sets the preseason rankings for us. So really, it's kind of a, a nice little treat because we uh, it, the most of the work was already done. And I say the 19, a, a guy like Austin Gable um, got injured and had to leave. You know he couldn't finish the season so we took him out but he was a guy that was ranked he's beaten uh matt mccutcheon and uh dominic abinator so he, he was a guy that would have been ranked so really a lot of known commodities here um that no none of the all americans um graduated from a year ago and obviously beyond that so it's a very uh, it's a it's a group that you know what you're getting and you kind of you can see how maybe the results will play out potentially. Uh, one thing before um, we get really into this, it's of note that we don't know for sure about Gabe Dean's status. And while it looks very possible that he could take an Olympic red shirt for Greco, until it's for sure I don't wanna I don't wanna pull that trigger, take him out, and then where well, he's wrestling and put him back in, I'm just gonna leave him in until um, we know for sure. Does that make sense, Ben?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Gabe Dean.
1: Yeah, we will see. Um, certainly, whether they admit it or not, these 84s will not miss him this year if he were to take that Olympic redshirt year. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things were set. Um, there may be some grumbling about the placing of, of one Kenny Kortz who beat Hayden Zilmer on number 5 twice. Um so don't I, do it.
0: Don't buy. You don't have to sell, but you know Kenny has a long track record of being you know of dropping matches that leave you shaking your head. So he really wrestled well at NCAAs. Um, and, but it does, it doesn't, it doesn't erase three years of inconsistency. So be cautious in your Kenny Courts love right now. Um, that's my, that's my foreboding.
1: And, and uh, Ben as a Buckeye fan has um, carefully observed Kenny's entire career and, uh, he's right. Ben's right. Um, Kenny is someone that you know we've seen the flashes for a couple of years now, but I mean even you go back literally to the last competition before NCAs, you go to Big Tens. He loses to Nico Reyes, Brett Farr, and Sammy Brooks, three non All-Americans.
0: So and then leading up to that, he lost. Well, he lost to Brown, which isn't a bad, but the and Avery. So those aren't bad, but you know I don't. Yeah, those aren't bad losses. Uh, <laughs> as they wound up looking two and three, but winnable matches that he that he dropped. Yeah. Um, Sheffle yeah. earlier the, in the, the shuffle year. loss was,
1: uh, I called that match. That was as, as weird as it gets for um, as far as losses go. But, um, but yeah, so Kenny, and, and maybe no one will advocate for him. And we kind of, like, fabricate the potential arguments. That's, like, kind of how we rank. Like, if I was going to argue <laughs> for this, how would I do that? So, um, yeah, Kenny at seven, potentially daint Potential, not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Generous, not dangerous. I've got wrestling on the mind. Um, so, uh, him at seven, I feel okay with it. Um, someone like Decal who didn't place, but was really good for most of the Oh year. yeah.
0: Decal was, what what was he, t- two going on MTA's Or he, maybe three?
1: Um, I can't recall exactly, but he was pretty dang high. He was some you know, he won Midlands, a pretty tough Midlands beating Sammy Brooks. As well as uh, Lorenzo Thomas, who is uh, Lorenzo is actually back for a, an unprecedented fifth year at an Ivy League institution, um, which is great. I'm, I'm glad he's back. He's a fun guy to watch. We had deck out four, by the way, go, going into okay. NCAA's. Um, so okay. obviously pretty high. He didn't place, but you know when the guy's four after four months of wrestling, he's pretty dang good. So Deckow, yeah, he lost to Avery and Zilmer, who are both ahead of him, um, but he slots in well at six. So that's uh, that's the, the field is deep, man. You look at guys like uh, as far back as McCutcheon and maybe far, like legitimate dudes. Um, Abinader is someone I've always liked. I feel like if he ever puts it together for a consistent weekend, he's going to be great. And uh, Tim Dudley, another guy. The, those are guys that I think have talent to um, break into the top six, seven, uh, maybe top five. A few of them, and uh, for, and
0: Abinader has been there, you know, right? Been there um, at, for spurts here and there, and then he's he's kind of uh, dropped it. But but right. it's it's well within his ability.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and Gabe Dean, we talked about him earlier, maybe taking a Richard, but of note. He definitely had some, and this is not really pertain to rankings, more or less just how you view the weight class, as far and away better as maybe we view Gabe Dean to be. Um, not even considering the Cliff Keen tournament where he lost to um, Zilmer and Meeks, I believe. Not even looking at that, he had some really, really tight matches. Super tight match with TJ Dudley. Uh, really close match with Sammy Brooks. Oh. Um, uh, uh, a thriller with Vic Avery and then he controlled Nate Brown in the finals but three back to back to back um, uh, quarter semi and, and the match before that, very close matches so as much as you look at Dean as maybe a prohibitive favorite because what you saw him do in the finals him dropping a match if he wrestles or him having some tight matches that this should not be earth shattering as there were a lot of guys that could that could wrestle with Dean
0: yeah, there were. I mean, it's, throughout the year, I, I seem to remember him having a number of, of tight matches. And, you know, and obviously he actually lost a couple, of them surprisingly, uh, early in the year. But I I, I believe he, he had a lot more close matches throughout the year than was expected after his freshman campaign when, when you know, he was quite impressive, you know, beating Ed Ruth, et cetera. Yeah,
1: yeah, and really dropping no matches to to that extent. But he got it back on track and won, and he still is a, a, a big favorite. But like this weight, think it's really tough. Um, as far as you know, guys to watch, not a ton. My red shirt report, um, which I did one for every weight, uh, only had three guys on it, and normally they have like six, seven, sometimes more. Um, but the guys to watch, Alex Utley of UNC. He's borderline rankable. Zach Savasky of Virginia Tech. I, it's there's a strong possibility he beats out Gable. Um, He's a really oh yes absolutely.
0: Where's he? Where's coming out of high school?
1: Uh, Latrobe. He's from uh, Western PA. Young gun. Very uh, tall. Fair. Really good on his feet. Really good on top. High pedigree. High upside. Very possible he beats out Gable. So keep an eye on that. Okay. I don't know for sure. I know that Zavatsky did not win the wrestle-off, and I also know that Gable beat Matt McCutcheon, who majored Zach Zavatsky. But um, things change, and kids get better. Gable, um, through no fault of his own, struggles, struggles, struggles to stay healthy and has much of his career. So the young, talented freshman could um, supplant him. And Corey Griego of Oregon State is another guy I think's pretty tough, not rankable by any stretch of the imagination, but someone to watch. And uh, any other guys you think should be on the watch list? Am I sleeping on some guys? It happens. Uh, it's not often. Well,
0: if, you know, if Miles Martin were to wind up uh, in the in the lineup there for, but he won't. Um, you know, there's been some speculation about that, but uh, I think he tweeted out that to watch for him at 74 actually so uh, forget forget that i said that yeah um, so, but I, I don't i don't know of any uh, anyone else
1: yeah I, I can't think of any any freshmen coming in but there probably are some but it's hard to rack our brains that much so yeah that's 184 um we're winding down guys we only got two of these yet to go well not really because we'll have a pound for pound one so three so you're not done yet with us um but, yeah, we're getting towards the end. We're definitely uh, coming down the hill instead of climbing up it, Ben. So uh, do you have anything else to to add to the 184 discussion? No,
0: I'm looking forward to 197.
1: Yeah, I am too. Thanks for listening, guys.